We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, man. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. You gotta see it! You gotta see it! Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon! Hey! We're back again! Look at that, two days in a row. Look at this. Party on. Happy Football Friday, everybody. Indeed. Happy Football Friday. How you feeling today? Uh, uh, the, the injury update. You're, you're okay? Yeah. You look, you look a million times better than you did yesterday. Uh, the, the drugs are working better. Perfect. So. Perfect. Um, for those that are watching on YouTube.com slash 1080AMTheFan, uh, our producer Jeff Rust is in the building wearing his Baby Billy t-shirt mm, today. your boy. Holla at your boy. You're wearing your uh, Baby Billy Bobble Bonkers. Yeah, this is a brand new one. You sent me a screenshot of this, and I was like, ooh, must yeah. have. If you do not know who Baby Billy is, uh, Righteous Gemstones oh, yes. on HBO Max. You should get yourself caught up. It It is one of the funniest shows. Yeah, it's tremendous. It is um, curveball after curveball for you. Yes. And it is um, a little blue. Yeah. <laughs> And yes. by that, I mean, if you get offended easily, you do not watch it. No. But it is a very funny show. Yes. And John Goodman is in it. Danny McBride is in it. I always forget the name of the actor who is on your shirt right now, uh, but he is in it. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Uh, Walton Goggins. That's his name? Yes. yes. When I said Goggins the other day about something, you looked at me like I cussed at you. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, mm-hmm. I, uh-huh. I, I still feel that way. Yeah. It's Wal- a name that really sneaks up on you. Yeah, Walton Goggins. Hmm. Great. But it's a it's a fantastic show, and we are all together here on this glorious Football Friday. Indeed. Which uh, Danny is saying will have basketball in it. And uh, to, uh, for that, I say, 
I do approve today. Mm. There is basketball-worthy things to talk about on a football Friday in November. What the hell are we doing? Blazers-Lakers. Blazers-Lakers today. In-season tournament, baby. Uh, Still still don't get – still not into that. Not fired up. I mean, it's just hard. It's hard Mm. for me. It's fair. It's hard for me. It's Like, if it was like, hey, the Blazers have a chance to win the in-season tournament, I'd be like, hey, they go up, they win tonight, they're they're, they're 2-1 in the tournament. Okay. Two and one. Two, two, two and one. Yeah. So they need a win to have a chance to move on to the knockout stage, basically. Yep. 100%. Yes. They lose tonight, it's over. <laughs> okay. And they're playing the Lakers, so which like will have AD. Season. Oh, man. Hmm. I mean, that was sad to watch. That whole game, that was just that a was pit of misery. Perso- yeah, it was sadness personified. Pit of misery, because I know uh, you and I were going opposite each other in mm-hmm. our picks for, for that game. You picked Cincinnati. I, I picked uh, Balmore. I chose poorly. Well, but at the beginning of the game, I was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. I thought I was screwed when Mark Andrews went down, and Mark Andrews done for the year. Yeah, that... Ugh. I know we were sporting way too hard, but also we need to talk about that tackle and how people are upset about it. I, I'm the hip drop tackle. It's like, yeah. Oh, for the love of God, we cannot either let people hit people or deal with this. Yeah, I mean, uh, and here's the part about it: you you cannot ban that form of tackle because you have banned going high, right? And so now you're asking to tackle low. To wrap up low, but when you are behind a guy and you're dragging a guy down, like how can you can't just let go? No, because not only that, you can't go high and like grab high because then it's a horse call. And we've so had like- we've had an adjustment. Uh, I I always said, and this was about you know eight years ago. I was going to say it, it takes a full cycle for kids coming all the way up through high school, through college, and then getting into the NFL for everybody to fully change and for it to be the mainstay of, mm-hmm. of how people tackle. We're to that point now. And it is part of that tackle, and it's not truly fundamentally sound, but you teach to wrap up and then do like the gator roll, mm-hmm. right? Well, you it won't be textbook every single time. But when you are training guys to attack the midsection like that yeah. and go from the hip, these sorts of wrap ups are going to happen. It's unfortunate, and it sucks. Oh, it man. does. It does. Like you don't want to see it. I'm not. I'm not trying to say Mark Andrews' injury is like. No. Shut up about it. But it's like I'm. I'm it's saying, awful. I'm saying shut up about the tackle. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's. It is a violent contact sport, and every single person that plays the game, particularly at the pre- professional level, knows what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. It's really tough. So Andrews goes down, and I'm like, oh well, I'm hosed. Yeah. You know, there goes my pick. Then Lamar Jackson gets dinged. I'm like, oh, God, now he I'm goes really the screwed. He comes out with a thumbs up, and you're like, ah, all right. Yeah, so you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. And then Joe Burrow. Joe Shiesty. Now we're going to have to talk a lot about this because there's the um, the gambling community is very mad right now. They should be. They're very mad. And the Bengals might get in a bit of trouble for this. They should. I mean, quite honestly, they should. And yeah. look, college football, all the college football coaches that want to guard injuries mm-hmm. like they have the you know, nuclear, nuclear secrets, yeah. no. It, it, that is going to stop yeah. because there is way too much money. And I don't know, like Dave Portnoy, Barstool guy, he says a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. But he said that he put 100 k down on, on the Bengals. And he goes, if I would have had any inkling that Joe Burrow had an injury, I would not have done that. And it's like, dude, okay, first of all, that's your problem. You're betting a hundred thousand dollars, right? 
that that's on you. But it is also with the legalization of gambling being so widespread, no, you have to be honest on the on the injury reports. And that's why the NFL has injury reports to begin with, even before betting was legalized, right? Is that is what they that is part of the the whole protocol and process. Um is even when bed, betting was illegal. You have the injury reports it reports for that. College, they're coming down your way real quick too. And this could be this is slippery slope. But in the before any of that though, like Joe Burrow is done for the year, man. Yeah. And that joins a list of starting quarterbacks. You got a, basically a, a, like a what a quarter of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL have had season ending season ending injuries. Is that true? Is that really true? Yeah, what are we at to now? Uh, so I got the list here: uh, Burrow, Rogers, Cousins, Watson, Jones, Richardson. So six, so fifth. Holy smokes! Yeah, Mac Jones's brains hurt yeah. all season. Yeah. Oh, there's some data to back up. I've I've been saying like Mac Jones isn't wholly to blame. Oh, they have one of the worst win rates in pass protection in the NFL. Ooh, and they have one of the worst separation rates in the entire NFL Ooh, from their receivers. So you're not getting it on either side. <laughs> your your protection's bad, and your receivers aren't getting open. That seems like an issue. We are sporting way too hard right now. Yeah, we are. What do you want to talk about then? Have you watched that show Reacher? Oh, on yeah, I've Amazon? seen a little bit of Reacher. Yeah, really fun. It, it. I feel like the guy who wrote it wrote it for me. Wait, hold on. It, it has all of the dumb platitudes that let me, I. That let me I see just, if we're thinking of the same show because very, in my mind, uh, Alan Rich, yeah. Richson. Yeah, yeah. Very large man. Yeah, he plays Jack Reacher. Yeah. That is a good show. Is there a new season out? Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out here very soon. That's why I watched it. I was, you know, you went back on it. Well, no, I hadn't watched it yet, and I had a couple days. Yeah. So yeah, that so was what I threw on while I was laying in bed. I like that show. Um, so if you don't know, it's based on a book, um, and it's a guy who's former military, goes to a small town in Georgia, uncovers a bunch of, uh, of corruption, corruption in the yeah. city, and goes on a one-man wrecking crew to uh, solve that, correct? Vigilante justice. And then gets on a bus. It, now, season... Season two starts two, December 15th. Okay, so season one ended with him getting on the bus and leaving town, right? Yeah. Yeah. So does he in in the books he just goes to another town? I think so. Kind of finds the same yeah. thing. Dude needs to stop finding these towns, right? I kind of like it. Okay. I mean, he just needs to, you know, find an island somewhere. I mean, I I'd be okay with him like landing in like Portland adjacent. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Wouldn't do anybody any wrong here. Just cleaning cleaning things up. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good show. It's a fun show. It, it's uh, it, it, it plays to the lowest common denominator, but not in a totally patronizing way. So you said this show was made for me, and you just said it plays to the lowest common denominator. Oh yeah, no, like uh, I like that. I like that self awareness yes, by no, you. That uh, is no. uh, that is some top tier self awareness. Like without seeing the show, <laughs> I, I I knew what was going to happen. Yes, it, me. Yeah, very much, very much. Like okay, he's. I know he was going to kill this guy. Yeah, and he would do it in a way that was almost exactly that. And I'm like, oh, this is written for me. I like this. I, I like this. I can turn my brain off and really enjoy this. Uh, I knew yeah. like a question would get asked, and I'd, I'd like kind of like muttered under my breath, and it would be exactly right would be yeah. the answer. And my wife would just look at me like, "You're disgusting." Yeah, and I'm like, oh no, this is this is for me. Okay, hundred percent. Good. Big Have dumb. Big dumb ape. Have you, has anybody else watched the Sly documentaries, Stallone on Netflix? I have. Yet? My wife yeah. uh, sped through that one. Yeah, I uh, I did it in a couple of parts. Um, and at the beginning, I was like, wow, like this kind of, I have a brand new light of viewing Sylvester Stallone. 
at the end, I was like, this was a pretty self-serving movie <laughs> that you made about yourself. Oh, no way. A doc yeah. on Netflix that was pretty self-serving? That was doc. That was like uh, made by him, that, about we, him. We've got to stop doing this. Yeah. We've got to like. The Beckham one is good, though. So, also self-serving. Serving, yeah. Yeah. So the closest thing we've gotten, I think, to anything that's remotely viable with being mildly self-serving has been the Wrexham doc. Don't get me wrong. It makes them a ton of money. And it's very self-serving in the sense of, like, it paints them in the best light. But they don't hide behind it. They don't hide behind it, and they they do show the bad. Yeah. Like, they, they have gone into that. Like, the absolute, like, I just finished this season, and it was incredible. Um, I'm really interested to see... If you don't know, uh, welcome to Wrexham, uh, FX, Rob McElhinney, Ryan Reynolds. They bought a Welsh soccer club. The oldest soccer club. Yeah. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, or in Europe, I in should Europe, say. Yeah. But they built. They were in the non-English football league. The first year was them failing to get up, and how much money they pumped into it, yes. and are losing money. The second season is, um, about their second year to trying to get promotion, mm-hmm. and basically it's the make or break year. Because if they don't, they're basically going to sell the team. But they. They, the second season, they didn't go into just the soccer part of it because they did that in season one. They yeah. went into the personal stories, and oh my goodness, there's so many. You got a, a, a player who's got, has a kid that's you know born with autism, and how much it ripped him apart. And yep, how guilty he felt about that, and how he ultimately accepted it. Another couple who were a, a, a partner has a, a brain tumor. Yep, it's like you're like it just rips you apart at the seams. But they weave it into their fan base too, yeah. and the people in the community that are going through the same things. It's really, really well done, and it's two Hollywood guys that own a soccer club that are, are very good at like catering to you. Like, yeah, they're, and they're hemorrhaging money, so they're like, "We need a way to make money." Mm-hmm. Guess what they're doing? Making a lot of money. That doc is crushing. Yeah. And the thing about it is, but I really want to see if they're going to be. Can they set the model for this going forward? Can they be truly honest? Can they be self-deprecating? Can because they 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 dealt with a, a bit of a crisis in the dock where that player Paul Mullen uh, had a uh, political note on yeah. his on his boots and they didn't shy away from it. Yeah, I was surprised that they mentioned it in the in the dock. Now it didn't have a ton of attention, but both the owners came on, talked about it directly. And what they had to do, and how mm-hmm. they went about it, and the process behind it, and I was like, "This is good." Yeah, like we can we do this more in docs? Well, there's also the element of uh, how many of those blunders do we have in sports where an athlete makes a political stance, and then the team handles it Horribly. absolutely horrifically yeah. and doesn't support the player, does in half supports both sides of the mm-hmm. argument. Whereas they said, no, we support our player. We support our guy. He can make those statements. Just don't take your pictures in our stadium. Yeah. And they just made it that clear. Like, yeah. don't do it. You can't, you, no, not you, not anybody. Nobody can co opt the brand yeah. to do this. Yeah. But hey, you want to make those? We'll support you in 100% with whatever, what you want to do. Whatever you want to say, go ahead, Ted. Even if there's a guy sitting next to you in the locker room who has a different one, we're going to support him too. Yeah. Like, but, you know. That's not our, our job to make your political statements. Yes. You can do that. Just don't do it in our locker room mm-hmm. or on our field. <laughs> Honestly, it's brilliant. It's probably the best stance I've seen any team in any sport take on it. Well, in like here's it's the not thing. that hard. Here's the thing with like any of the political statements or any of uh, social statements that that players make is uh, 
Like they're humans too. And no matter what, somebody is going to be mad. Somebody's going to be mad. Like that's why they're making that, that statement. So if you can just get past that, that somebody's going to be mad and the team can just separate like, hey, he is his own person. He can do his own thing. That's it, not how the team feels because the team doesn't have feelings <laughs> because it's a team. It's an organization. It's wonderful. I love it. Let's move on. Look, there's been a couple organizations, um, not to dive into the political of it all, but what's what's going on in Israel right now. Um, you've had some organizations take staunch support, and yeah. you've had some organizations not say a word. Let me just go ahead and say, sports organizations, you don't need to take a stance Don't need on to this. take a stance. You're, you're a basketball, football, baseball, hockey yeah. team. Yeah, it's like uh, you don't need to say anything. You know what? You know what I think our football team's going to do. <laughs> I think our football team here is going to solve three thousand years of crisis. Yeah. Go, yeah, just shut up, <laughs> shut up. I would say the same thing to people on Twitter about that stuff. Look, you can voice your opinion, you can say whatever you want, but yeah. look, man, uh, you don't always have to say something. Yeah, there we go. There we are. All right. That's uh, sports now. now let's, see, look at that. Can we, we sports we, we, again? Yeah, we did. We can. We and we anti sports for just long enough. All right. Um, look, I have a question. Go on. On a football Friday, mm. where do you go from here after what happened last night? Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get aboard the silver bird to pardon gate 19. Satisfy your ultimate mind. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. 
All right, last night the Cincinnati Bengals suffered uh, the worst-case scenario for a team that is trying to vie for a playoff spot. Second quarter, Joe Burrow drops back to throw, and it just looked like, I mean, it was one of those things where he threw and he immediately looked at his arm like, my arm has let me down. What just happened? Mm -hmm. And it turns out he has got a, a torn ligament in his right wrist. He is done for the year. Uh, Joe Burrow um, said that he he knew that it was significant when it happened. He thought he was just going to be able to tape it up and go. Um, was just unable to do it. But if the question now moving forward is, you mentioned all of the other injuries that have mm-hmm. have occurred across the NFL. The Bengals are now five and five mm-hmm. on the year. What at what point like where are where's their season at right now? They're are done. you just folded in and yeah. go, or do you try to get, scrap a a a quarterback together? Because like who do you go and get at this point? There's nobody left. Are you going like Deshaun Watson goes down and apparently like D- Joe Flacco's numbers being called? How far down on this phone tree are we going to go here to get quarterbacks in? Where your season is done, right? I mean that that loss was a massive one for the Cincinnati Bengals just based on they had a slow start. And everything when you have a slow start, and we talked about this at the beginning of the year, is predicated on you have zero margin for error. Their error is gone. Do, do you want do you want me to go down the list? Yeah. Give you some names? Yeah. So Of who's available? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, currently on the non-retired list, so yeah. legally still available, Matt Ryan, uh-huh. Tom Brady. Who is doing broadcasting. Uh-huh. Tom Brady, no. Colt McCoy. No. Joe Flacco, who's being called here. Nick Foles. Okay. Chase Daniel. Okay. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. Brett Rippon. Will Greer. Oh, my gosh. John Wolford. Oh, my gosh. Trace McSorley. Okay. Matt Barkley, who mm. is on a practice squad, I believe, right this second. He's in New York. Yeah. Giants. They, they just called him back up. So, uh, But he's still available because he's on a practice squad, so you can still pluck him up, technically, if you want to make him an actual rostered quarterback. Uh, Jake Fromm. Jake Luton. Okay, I, it's, I like uh, that. That list is done. Yeah, it's like that's that's quite literally who's available. Oh, Colin Kaepernick too. Um, <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Don't laugh. I mean, he's he will his name will pop oh, up again. Jesus. But I think what you do, in, in all honesty, is in this situation you have like you go the route of Chase Daniels, who is old and washed, but a, just a surly veteran who will just try to help Jake Browning along. As much as he can, mm. like you, you have to go and find one of those guys who isn't trying to make a name for himself. Is just a healthy body in case something happens to Jake Browning. Like that, that is where you go. And like the injuries at the quarterback position this year are they're staggering. And yes. everybody has been just dropping. Like, hell, Carson Wentz is on the Rams yeah. for goodness sake. Like, Carson's not even on here. Yeah, because he is a he is a L.A. Ram mm-hmm. because of the injury to Matthew Stafford. Now Stafford's going to be back. And it's like, well, is he going to want his way out and then find another team? Because he still wants to find a way to play. This is crazy. It's, uh, Did we bring up the red rifle? Andy Dalton? Yeah. Isn't he still active? I don't know where he is. I, I, couldn't t- I could not tell you where Andy Dalton is right now. I could have swore. He's with the Panthers, isn't he? No, apparently it looks that yeah, way. Yeah, he's with the Panthers. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. coaching Remember up Bryce. When they uh when when Bryce Young went down uh for for a game, but Andy Dalton started yeah. for him. Yeah. No, it's all coming back to me huh. now. He started. He's actually started games yeah. this year in the NFL. Holy guacamole. It's, it's so weird that we're in this this time where quarterback play has never been better. 
but also the backup quarterback pool I is guys aren't there's no longer the 30 plus year old no journeyman backup Mm-mm. guys just hang it up that's true you you don't see the well, fitz magics that hang around forever the testaverdes the like there's just not a ton of those guys anymore yeah i think they do exist but they're not uh, what we have is so many flameouts that are spectacular that those guys aren't the guys hanging around yeah. like the the guys that like andy dalton and matt barkley are the mm. exception to the rules yes. where like they are the guys that were highly drafted didn't pan out because you want your well, Dalton panned out. you want your backup to be anonymous. Yeah, he's just hanging on. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Andy you, Dalton is really you're, good. You're not even getting like the hang on guys anymore. Yeah, yeah. But here's a question for Joe Burrow now: 2020, 10 games ACL, 16 games in 2021, 16 games in 2022, 10 games in 2023. He's gone 10, 16, 16, 10. Two very significant injuries too, and this the, one you're, you're the knee is obviously the one good. that like I don't think he's injury prone with the exception of the knee. No, the well, wrist. I mean, it's just it's what happens when happens. you beat him all to hell. I guess. All right, five zero three eight six four six three two six. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, we've got a very special guest coming up next. Uh, he is a Heisman Trophy winner. He is uh, the leader of men for the Touchdown Radio Network, where we will be uh, having their Michigan-Maryland game, um, which has a lot of intrigue. He won't be on the call for that, but he's still going to join us next. Gino Toretta has got a very special day, and uh, he wanted to join the program, thanks to our good friend Greg Glover from 94.7. He joins us next. First is Russ with SportsCenter. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Usually when we bring this man on, it is uh, to preview the game of the week that he is calling for the Touchdown Radio Network, which we are carrying, Michigan and Maryland, which there's a whole... There's a whole cloud around that, and we'll probably get to that at some point with him uh, today, but that will be on 9-10 a.m. But... This is a little bit of a different visit because uh, our next guest is the 1992 Heisman Trophy winner, a man who threw for over 7,000 yards during his time at uh, the University of Miami, was uh, an All-American, seventh overall pick in the NFL draft, and now he has the honor of getting his number retired by the U, Gino Toretto. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great, but you uh, you moved up my pick by about seven rounds. Oh, sorry, seventh, seventh round, round pick. pick. Sorry, not that, not seventh this, overall I, I would have loved seventh to have been the seventh pick. pick. Then I'd have, have a few more shekels in my <laughs> pocket. But. <laughs> uh, how cool is this, though? You're getting your number retired at, at the U this weekend. The, and that has got to be something that uh, I would have figured that your number was already up there for quite some time, probably back when they were playing in the Orange Bowl, the number was up there. But what does this mean to you to to be in that exclusive company of having your number retired at the University of Miami? Well, it's a, a tremendous honor. It's only the, the fifth jersey, you know, retired by the school. Um, 
you know, it's going to be great to see. I, I request they're going to do it at halftime. So I requested any guy I played with from 88 to, to 92 to come down on the field. Um, so it'll be a bunch of teammates, probably some I haven't seen in a while, um, that all were, all were a part of it. You know, I mean, it's like you made our teams better. You know, without team success, you can't have individual success. And uh, it's just, you know, it's humbling to be recognized. Um, by the school this song after I'm glad I'm still alive <laughs> like you said because <laughs> unfortunately I've had some teammates already pass on so uh, it, it, it's a humbling honor do you know what was it like when when they kind of told you what, what was going to happen for you as far as you know going through that process and and letting you know you were going to be one of those five numbers up there well it's just you know and the, you know and like I when when I first heard I was it was funny because the the athletic director Dan Rick coach called me and I over to his office in the summer and I you know I go over there and, and I, I seriously I was like well why are you asking me I can't go back and play anymore <laughs> I, I I mean yes I mean yes I mean it's you know a, a tr- tremendous honor and then when we started getting into the details of it I just said listen you know none of these guys that of the other four would have had their jerseys retired without great teams, yeah. teammates, coaches, and and everything that that this community did to support us. I mean, we were undefeated in the Orange Bowl for five years. We were twenty five and zero. We were fifty five and five in five years. I mean, you know that takes a lot of people, and it's not just me. And I wanted, you know, those other people recognized as well, and to be there with me because. You know, no matter if they were on the scout team or hell, I was on the scout team making them better. Um, you know, everything kind of worked out, and it was it was a great time. And uh, you know, it it they need to be recognized as well. So it's just uh, you know, it's awesome. And in these schools, I mean, heck, you guys see it. I mean, well, I see broadcasting a game. It's like the amount of duplicate numbers, and and the schools don't like retired numbers anymore. I don't know how we did it when I was in school. We didn't have duplicate numbers, but uh, apparently, apparently, everybody wants to wear the same uh, same jersey in, in college now. So, so what happens to your number uh, that it's now being used? Do you just get to rip it off the guys at halftime when they're walking in and say no more? <laughs> So they basically they created a patch. So there's two there's two players, an offensive guy and a defensive. I think uh, a defensive tackle and a receiver that are wearing 13 now. So they now there's going to be a patch on their number. It says my name 88 to 92, and uh, so if they continue wearing 13, it's going to be on there. And then as soon as they graduate, um, the number you know gets retired, won't be used. Uh, unless you know some hot shot like Dan Marino comes in and says, "I want number 13 or <laughs> and, and, and Mario Cristobal or whoever the head coach is in, in 25 years says, "Hey, uh, this kid really wants to go to Miami, but he will only go if he can wear 13." So then I have to, you know, tell them that uh, that they can wear that at, the, at that point in time. So you know, it's something that's really cool about. You know your story in getting to that point is you were part of two national championship teams, eighty nine and ninety one, and the the first one you were sitting on the bench for, and it was wait your turn to. Well, to, I started four year. I started four games that one. So four you know, games of that. I, I, don't, I don't know that if there's season? another Heisman Trophy winner that started in two seasons of a national championship. At the, at the four, the last four of, of that one behind Craig Erickson, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I started. Uh, yeah, he broke his hand in week. Uh, two or three yeah and I started four games in the middle of that year so uh you know had a had a, a you know not as big a role as as starting for all 12 and 91 but 
you know, that that backup quarterback uh, is is pretty important at some point in time. You don't want him to be, but uh, <laughs> well, and that's what I that's what I was going to ask is that in those early years, like you know, the the Heisman winning a Heisman Trophy, being the dude, and throwing for three thousand yards in a, in a national championship season, like that is the highlights that everybody talks about, but. You know, do you have memories from those early days where you were sitting there and you're not the guy and you are waiting your turn and saying, you know, we don't see that anymore with the the era of the portal, the transfer portal now and, and all that. Like, it's hard for guys to wait their turn. And, you know, what was kind of a, a lasting memory that you have where, you know, you're sitting here, your number 13 is going to go up and uh, it's going to be retired this weekend. But of those early years where maybe you're sitting there going, all right, it's going to be a long wait in this line. Well, I would say this. So, um, you know, my redshirt year, obviously you're not going to play. In my second yep. year, I got a chance to, to start. And my second start, I broke the school record for passing. I threw for 468 yards, threw for more yards in a game than Kozar, Testaverde, Walsh, Craig Erickson, Jim Kelly, everybody. So then I, you know, I start two more games, and I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm never going back to the bench. I'm going to start four years here at Miami, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to I'm going to win the Heisman Trophy. You know what I mean? You yeah. think of all the things that could happen, and then uh, you know we lost to Florida State. I I went back to the bench, but there's no question. I mean, I thought you know as we were ending the '89 season where we won a national championship, I'm like going. Well, I mean, do I transfer somewhere else? Mm-hmm. But back in those days, you had to sit out a season. The the best opportunity or the best um, opportunity I had to transfer would have been somebody that recruited me out of high school. Well, the guy that was the that recruited me out of high school and that offered me was Dennis Erickson at Wazoo, and he's now my head coach at Miami. So, like, I would have had to like pre-transfer portal. I, I would have had to, I guess, build a relationship with some other coach and just say. Hey, you know, here's my film. Uh, can I can I come there? And but you know, I'm gonna have to sit out a year. I'm like, hell, I might as well sit the bench in Miami. Yeah. One year, I got a better chance of winning a national championship there than than anywhere else. Um, so I try to tell these kids now, you know, of listen, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, and sometimes it takes you know some time to sit there, and you may be ready to play right right this second, but. You know, it, it, with this transfer portal and all that stuff, it's you don't see a lot of the that kind of commitment, um, and and guys just sticking to their original original school. So uh, my story might not have ended out the same way if it was it was it was in today's day and age because I really didn't have an opportunity to move anywhere without sitting out a year. Gino, you know, you you played on a team that featured a guy like Warren Sapp. So yep. when you get everybody back together. When when guys come together for for moments like this, what's a story that pops up in the room that everybody just kind of just immediately oh just comes to to mind for everyone? Well, I mean, I, you know, you're Northwest Cortez Kennedy was a JUCO mm-hmm. guy when I came same year. I mean, just you know, his dominance. Russell Maryland was a couple years older than me, and then Sap 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 had the best hands of anybody on our team, and that includes my wide receivers. I mean, he came in as a 260 pound tight end. Ran four eight and and was legit. And I tried to get him to pull that pull his red shirt. I'm like going, he can start at tight end right now. <laughs> but Carmelowitz and Ogeron, our D line coaches, are like, no, 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 he's he's going to move in the D line. Um, 
but you know, I, I just think of you know all the stories before. I'd probably I'll, I'll give you a, a great story. I would say, and this was when I wasn't starting. At the end of uh, we played in the Cotton Bowl in 1990, we ended up beating Texas like 46 to three. And there was an offensive lineman they had, Stan Thomas, talking all kinds of smack because Russell Maryland won the Lombardi. <laughs> and he's literally in the paper saying, tell Russell to bring the Lombardi to the game. I'm going to take it from him Ooh. during the game. Okay, so he's going this. And Russell, it, like his nickname was Mr. Conscious, like nicest guy in the world. Like you, you would, you know what I mean? You want your yeah. daughter to marry the guy. I mean, like it, it was amazing. He was so docile and he'd get on the field and just kick people's butt. So the games in Texas. Now we, we'd normally go playing for a national championship. We're not playing for a national championship. Our athletic director at the time told us we could, we were going to go play the highest ranked team. We could, well, the highest ranked team was Georgia tech at two. And we didn't go to the Citrus Bowl because we went to the Cotton Bowl because it was more money for the school. So right now we're pissed because we're at three and we're playing four instead of playing number two Mm -hmm. to try to get a share of the championship. Well, it's like ice storm, just horrible weather in, in Texas. And guys were pissed. I mean, we're used to the Orange Bowl. We're Mm -hmm. taking a a booze cruise and you know what I mean? (laughs) It's fun, fun and all this stuff, right? And guys were pissed. And the night before the game, we get in a team meeting, and literally, I mean, guys started, you know, Russell started getting fired up. And and then it was like there were some bad words talked about the city of Dallas. Then Kevin Williams, who was a play for the uh, Cowboys, Jesse Armstead from Dallas. There's like eight guys from Dallas on the team. Well, you know that shirt says don't mess with Texas. <laughs> like guys from Texas believe that stuff. And they literally there was almost a brawl amongst our team the <laughs> night before the game. Like the Texas guys against everybody else <laughs> wanted to fight. And and I'm sitting there, I'm like, going, Good Lord, they are gonna get destroyed tomorrow. I mean, this is gonna be awful awful. And Robert Bailey, one of our DBs, he ended up playing like fifteen years in the league, he goes, I'm gonna run down on kicks because big games starters were like, put me in on special teams when at least when I you know, when I played. And Robert Bailey goes, I'm gonna run down on the opening kick and I'm gonna knock the guy out. You know, and you're thinking, Yeah, this guy's smoking, you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'll be God darn. He didn't run down. He literally decleated their return guy, KO'd the guy on the field, knocked the guy out, needed to be wheeled off, done done with the game. And it was just, it was on from there. I mean, so that that was just kind of the attitude we had back back then. But that 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 always is is kind of because hell, I was scared of my teammates the night before the game. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that that story though kind of encapsulates like what a football team is though, right? I mean, you're a guy from Northern California. You're you're a Bay Area guy, and you go down to Miami. You got guys from Texas, and kind of that melting pot that you can get in a locker room. You can't replicate that in any other in any other place because in football you got a hundred guys in the locker room, man. In those stories can be so wild in, in variance from the docile times to where you're trying to rip each other's throats out. What that time was a rallying cry, right? Was there another game that you remember where it was it was like all right, we're all pulling in the same direction, and you remember it was kind of that us-against-the-world mentality that we know from the You documentary that was on ESPN? 
Oh yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know about any, I mean, literally every game we thought, you know, it yeah. was, it was, you know, whether it was Florida state, um, you know, whether it was Penn state, I mean, we, we always, you know, went out there and we're like, Hey, everybody's rooting against us, but us. And I think it was, you know, that, that helps fuel you. That helps fuel your preparation. It helps fuel, you know, how hard you're going to work in practice. It helps fuel during the game. Um, but there's, but there's no question. And I, and I would agree. There's nothing like, you know, you, you get thrown in a locker locker room with a hundred guys, 105 guys from all over the world, all over the country. And, you know, guys, totally different backgrounds. And you know what? It, you can fight like your family, but you're always family and always pulling the, pulling the same rope. And, and, um, that's that's why it just to me is you know especially college football is like man there's there is absolutely nothing better than than that because you you grow up you know you talk about Warren Sapp I mean he was a little pup when I was a when, you know when I was leaving um, you know and he he still calls me my quarterback because I gave him a national championship his freshman year in '91 so that that's those are the kinds of things and and you you grow up together you you turn eight, heck most of us turned 18 together and became adults together and uh, no it's a lot a lot of great memories and and it's just uh, it's it's always. That's that's kind of that X factor with any team to win a national championship. It's like all these teams that are in the top 20 have great coaches. They have great staffs. They have great support. But it's like, are you going to do that little bit of extra during the week where Saturday it's going to show up and you're going to win the game? Gino, kind of pivoting to what's going on in the college football world right now. What the hell do you make of everything that's going on with Michigan? The the sign stealing, the the way it's been looked at. The, let me back that up a little bit. First of all, are you okay with how they went about gathering other team signs? Uh, I'm not because as a rule, you can't yeah. go to other teams' games. You know, outside of I mean, you get game film, so you can break down game film. Now, during a game, an actual game, you're going to try to steal signals. You're going to, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, Warren Sapp goes, listen, come on, we're not, we're not in, in chemistry class or physics class. You know, yellow 80, what's the <laughs> L? That means they're going to the left. Green 90, you know what I mean? That means they're going to the right. So you, you get little cues like that during a game. But to be able to go into a game, and, you know, if a guy's looking at the sidelines and he sees, I don't know, some picture of the Boston Red Sox logo and he knows that that play, I mean, that's a tremendous advantage. I mean, you know, from, a, from as a player, now they're saying the players didn't know, but if the players didn't know, the coaches see that and just say, hey, you know, think of this. Remember this as we prepared. And then they do it and they're like, man, coach is right on today. You know, and they, you know so I, I don't because there's enough – footage being exchanged where you can prepare to, to, to play your, you know, your opponent, um, how the NC two A's, I guess it's more the big 10 because the NC two A's just kind of sitting on their hands with everything. They just, they don't want to get sued regardless of whatever decision they make. Um, but there must be, you know, like I said, you know, before there's, there's some fire somewhere because when people start losing their jobs, they must they must have some information that that we're not going to see and and I don't know if we're ever going to see you know all of the all of the details 
Well, we have the game. It's Michigan uh, heading to Maryland to take on the Terrapins of the Touchdown Radio Network. Brett Nolan and uh, Dolan and Sage Rosenfeld is going to be on the call. You're not going to be there, but uh, you have bigger fish to fry as you're going into the Hall of Fame, man. What an honor it is, and uh, or not the Hall of Fame. You're getting your number retired as 10th-ranked Louisville. Heads down to Miami, man. Gino, thank you so much for taking some time with us, and uh, congratulations again. Yeah, congrats, because it's an it's a, what an accomplishment. It's an awesome honor, and it just goes even further on your resume, man. It's it's really cool. I appreciate it, guys. There he is, uh, Gino Toretta. As you got Touchdown Radio Network, he's usually on the call. Mm-hmm. He probably wants to be on that Michigan Maryland yeah, call sure with, with all the drama yeah, that's yeah. going on. But it's got Brett Dolan and Sage Rosenfels on the call. He's going to be getting his number retired uh, at Hard Rock wild. Stadium. There's only five guys that have had numbers retired: uh, Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp. I mean, he, he listed off teammates that he had. Like, how are there only five? Yeah. Yeah. Good I, Lord. Let's, I mean, if you go down the list here, so George Myra, uh, Jim Dooley, Ted Hendricks, and Vinny Testaverde. Um, those are the, those are the other four. And Gino Toretta's number 13 will be the fifth. That's crazy to think about. I mean, there's, you mentioned there's, the who's who of guys in the world of college football history that, I mean, you can't tell the story of college football without the University of Miami teams. When you mention some of those guys like Michael Irvin and Warren Sapp. Miami has nine Sean Taylor, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it's Jim Otto, Tim Hendricks, Jim Kelly, uh, Michael Irvin. God, Jim Kelly. <laughs> Cortez Kennedy, Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Ed- Edron James. Just think about that. Like, Ed Good Reed's number isn't up there. Lord. Yeah. You and, have to wait your turn, baby. And those guys weren't guys that were like, oh, they, they're kind of good in, col- in college. Those guys were, do you remember Edron James in Miami? Yeah. Good Lord. Yep. Yep. I mean, it is, it, uh, that's wild. That's absolutely bonkers. So, I mean, so it, it's a hell of a nod to Gino. Ah, man. I love story time with Uncle Gino. Storytime with Uncle Gino is one of my favorites. Storytime with Uncle Gino is one of my favorites. And it's one of those things where you go like, uh, you know, you're going down that guy's resume and you have so many bullet points to go. And I went seventh overall instead of seventh round. And I was like, oh, whoop, got he caught that one really quick. <laughs> he got that one real quick. But uh, Uncle Gino is is one of the best. Touchdown Radio Network, Michigan, Maryland. Uh, it'll be on our sister station, 9, 10 a.m. today uh, or tomorrow. God. Um but I appreciate him coming on. What a what a great honor and what a great time. Uh, and he he took a few minutes out of his day to join us today. So it was really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. Shout out to Gino. We love him here. Hot damn. All right, uh, it is 12.53 on The Fan. Half a mile from the county fair And the rain came pouring down Me and Billy standing there With a silver half a crown this is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. We went way over uh, with story time with Uncle Gino. Um, we went twice over. Again, shout outs to our great friend, uh, Greg Lover, 94-7. Uh, he, knows, he, he knows Gino Toretta. <laughs> and that's why Gino's like, uh, yeah, I'll come on with the boys. Let's, yeah. let's do this damn thing. Uh, so and it's fantastic. Yeah. Gino's a good guy to know. It's Yeah. And I like you never know what you're gonna get when you get um, when you get a former player on, but he, his willingness to share stories and open up oh, is, is really cool. It's fantastic. You were you were gone mm. uh, when we had him on two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And all we did was talk about the food joints that he hits when he goes to games. 
Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the food that he seeks out. There's a there's a uh, brat place in Cal, like right down on the street where he grew up. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, I I come here twice before the game. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, like, I'm like, oh, this, this this is what I'm into, Gino. Give me give me the give me the goods. You know what sucks? Mm. If Cal was good at football and their athletic department cared about, mm-hmm. you know, football or the school university cared about football, mm-hmm. their game day environment oh, it, at it Strawberry rules. Canyon is yeah. awesome. It's an old college town before everything blew up out there. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's not like a big parking lot where you can tailgate, mm. but it is so unique. Yeah. Like, I remember going there when I was in college. Um, we went and it was just like... A, just a game day. We didn't have anywhere to go. We're just walking. We get invited into a uh, a frat party because we just had like a case of beer that we were walking with, and they were like, "Hey, come on in!" And we just had a great time. We had a fantastic time with uh with the Cal Golden Bears, and it was it was a it was a fun night. Yeah, but we knew nobody going in. Uh, we we went out, and you knew we had everyone. Some new on the way best out. friends there on the go. way out. <laughs> It was unique. I'll t- I'll say I'll say that. But Berkeley's a cool it's little a town. Darkness retreat. It was. It was. Mm. By that I mean I may blacked out. <laughs> um, all right, one hour down. This hour went by really fast. Uncle Gino. Let's get into um, the games that are coming up this weekend because it, it, we have it, it doesn't get much bigger than what's in Corvallis. No. We we started jumping into it yesterday. Uh, let's dive into it. Number five Washington. Number eleven Oregon State. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 